0: Hi, this is Guy Kawasaki.
1: Hi, this is Gideon Shelwick here. My name is Farnush Brock. And you're listening to Learning with Leslie.
0: Learning with Leslie. This is Learning with Leslie.
1: 888 835 8, 8, This is Learning with Leslie. episode episode 172 I'm going to be talking about how to build a membership site around your blog. Membership sites can be a great source of revenue for your online business. However, there are so many things to take into consideration when deciding to build one. How do you plan for a membership site? What are the things you need to take into consideration? What technologies should you be using? How do you accept payments? What about an affiliate program? So many details to consider. Where do you even start? Well, today, I'm going to address this in great detail from as simple as possible, to even some more fancy pants stuff. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. All right, all right. This is actually a topic that I have been Getting more and more interested in this is something that I am. I've been doing a lot of research, a lot of study because you know, a membership site is a big part of what I've done and become a blogger. Um, So, I wanted to dive much deeper into this topic, and I got a question on the hotline asking something related to this actually, very much related to this. And I thought to myself, wait a minute, I have not really addressed this topic of membership sites in great detail on Learning with Leslie. So I decided, you know what, we're going to tackle this today. Um, And, you know, I, I, I really enjoy anything related to membership sites, and I've done a lot of study. I've checked out all kinds of plugins. I've been all over the place to try to figure out all kinds of stuff, and I've come up with a system that I think works really well, and I want to share that with you today. But before, of course, a few quick announcements. Announcement number one, of course, if you are trying to get your blog started, and you know you're trying to you know figure out this whole wordpress stuff and um domain names you're going to need hosting hosting is where your your site is basically stored your wordpress site is going to be stored you have to have a place on the net and you need hosting a great service for doing that is hostgator i've been using them for over a decade now um and it's very affordable and um, you know, the, it's it's really good customer service, at least from what I've received from them. I I, I you know I can't think of a better place to start. Um, so if you want to get hosting. I have a special deal with Hostgator where you can get 25% off if you use the coupon code Become a Blogger. So just go to becomeablogger.com slash Hostgator. But when you see the price that they have listed there, don't accept that price. Use the coupon code Become a Blogger, and it's going to take off 25%. So if you register for a year, you get one fourth of the year free. Good stuff. So, check them out. So, that's announcement number one. Announcement number two has to do, it's more kind of an update on the Become a Blogger University because, man, this has been, man, this has been an interesting and an awesome experience. The last episode, I mentioned that I was launching um, the Become a Blogger University, and I was doing a beta test launch for only 20 people because I wanted to work closely with them to help to build this into something awesome. So I mentioned it in the podcast, and by the time I posted the podcast, it was sold out <laughs> And I was blown away. I was excited. I didn't know. I didn't expect that. I expected it to take at least a few days. Um, but I guess people were very excited about what we were offering. But what's more exciting is to see what's happening inside the membership area. Because it's kind of taking on a life of its own. Um, you know, Yesterday when I I checked, you know, so after about a week, We had about 142 different posts inside the forum already and people are starting to connect with each other, helping each other out. You know, I wanted to build something that was bigger than myself and it's exciting to see that it's already happening, especially the way people are helping each other out, how they're encouraging each other during frustrations that they're experiencing as they're building their online business um, their online businesses, how they're sharing resources. It is amazing to me. You know, they're already talking about what they can do to help the next group of students come in, the, the next group of students when they come in to help them feel welcome and supported. Um, there's talk about a kind of like a discipleship program where, you know, you train a few and they go to help the rest. And, you know, I'm just blown away. And here's the thing. We haven't even done our first course yet. The first one is this Thursday. And I'm excited because although, although, you know, I do have other courses in the member area, this is the first one based on my new model where there's going to be accountability, proficiency exams, um, certificates of completion, connecting with each other to help each other out and get, oh, man, it's just it's. I'm really excited. I know you can probably tell that I'm excited. Well, it's probably hard to tell because I'm always excited <laughs> when I'm recording this podcast, at least usually. Um, anyhow, I, I, I just want to let you know that I'm excited about how the university is going. I can't wait to open it up for more people. So stay tuned because it's going to get even better. And that it's just exciting to see that unfold. Anyhow. You know, I got a call in on the hotline. Actually, it's from a member of the university. Um, his name is Roger Comment. And he is from NSR Development, and he had kind of a question, nsrdevelopment.com, he had a question about, uh, it had to do with protecting content, serving some of it for free, but also um, paid memberships and so on. And since I'm right in the middle of that, I figure, hey, why not just lay it all out there and let you know exactly how I've done what I've done and how I'm doing what I'm currently doing. I'm, I'm basically going to give you everything. Um, And you can go and do whatever you want with this. Now, for some of you, this might not be something that you're getting into immediately. Some aspects of it, yes. But I want you to know what's out there and what the options are so that as you build your blog, um, you at least have that in the back of your mind as something that you can potentially do. So we're going to take the call from Roger, and um, then we're going to get into the content. So take it away, Roger. Roger.
0: Hey, this is Roger Comment at nsrdevelopment.com, a website dedicated to personal development. I've been following your podcast and want to thank you for all the great information. Your free course was a great help in uh, setting up my blog. And with this guidance, plus the help of a bunch of people I found on Fiverr, I recently created nsrdevelopment.com slash blog. There's still parts missing, but I'm getting there. My question is I'm starting to offer paid courses via live webinar and have some free 90 minute recorded example e classes that I want anyone to be able to access. But even though they're already advertised on my website, at this point I haven't got a clue how to structure the back end technology. I do want people to have at least one time access after completing a squeeze page, but I don't want these webinars downloaded, you know, like in a zip file or anything. I do wanna capture their email address through their, uh, uh, you know, my E-Web, uh, Aweber account. And I do wanna be able to track when and how many people have accessed each recorded webinar. Actually, I didn't know who else to turn to to ask such a question. So I'm hoping that you might be willing to share some thoughts for setting this up and maybe for other products like this that other people might wanna be offering on their websites for uh, public you know, consumption. You know, I think it'd be great if in the wonderful teaching style you have, you just list the steps we'd need to take to set this up. By the way, the first um, third of my professional career, I was also a professor. I taught at a medical school out in the Midwest. So again, thanks for your response to this, or at least considering this, and I'll look forward to hearing a response. Thanks.
1: Roger, thank you so much for calling that question in. It's a great question. By the way, this to just show you, um, sometimes you can call in a question and I record an entire episode dealing with just that question. And that's what we're going to be doing today um, because there's so much that I can say about it. So I'm not going to just give you a, a simple answer. I'm going to record, Roger, a full episode dealing with that topic. And if you have a question, you can always call the hotline too and do what Roger did. And that number is... Oh, that that was anticlimactic. <laughs> I had my stuff on mute. Let's try that again. And that number is
0: eight 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 three
1: five two four one four. Yeah, that's a little better. Maybe I shouldn't press mute. Uh, anyhow, so let's talk about membership sites because in essence that's part of what you're you're dealing with Roger you want to protect your content um, and so first let me ask, answer the question what is a membership site so a membership site is a site where individuals sign up as members in order to access some kind of protected protected content some protected information now it can be a free membership site it can be a paid membership site if it's a paid membership site it can be a one-time payment it could be a re- recurring payment. Um, There's so many different options as to different ways that you can set up a membership site. And I want to kind of go through uh, a number of different options, starting with free and then going on to paid. Now, my first membership site was actually something that was called the 7-day bootcamp where, you know, people signed up for free and when they signed up for free, they got access to 7 days of content where I teach them how to build their 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 basic they build their blogs and build it into a business. Kind of s- similar to what I'm doing here at become a blogger, but the branding was different, the URL was different and all that stuff. It was a free course. And the way I made money on that course even though it was free is is because, you know, if I teach you how to set up a blog, you're going to need hosting. So I use my affiliate link for hosting and I get a commission with that. Um, So even though a membership site is free, you do have the ability to still make money with that membership site, just like you have the ability to make money doing promotions on your blog. Okay? (coughs) Sorry about that. Um, So... What are the benefits of starting a membership site? I think membership sites are great. Um, and they're great, number one, because it's a great way to kinda deliver more exclusive content. Yes, you can come to, you can come to your blog, they can come to your blog and get the content that you deliver to everyone, but you can have them sign up to get more exclusive content. And as a result of that, it's a great way to grow your email list, all right? So you can have people sign up just to your email list and in exchange for your email list, they get access, for signing up to your email list, they get access to this exclusive content. Now, especially if this is a paid membership site, um, it's a great way to grow a list of customers, I've always said that your email list is your most valuable asset. But if you have an email list of paying customers, that is so much more valuable because of the fact that these are individuals that have invested with you. Okay, and Individuals that invest money with you are more likely to invest again, more likely to purchase products again. And that's a great situation to be in. All right. Now, if it's paid, of course, it's also a great way to make money, especially if it's a recurring membership site, kind of like the the university that I'm building out right now, because you can you can more you you can uh, predict even better how much income you're going to be receiving on a monthly basis. And it's a little more stable. It's actually much more stable because members are purchasing and the payments are coming through in an automatic way, either on a monthly basis or a quarterly basis or however you choose to do it. So it's a great way to earn some money. And also, if it's a paid membership program, it's a great way for you to build an affiliate program so that you are no longer just the affiliate. You have other individuals that are affiliates of your membership site, and they can start sending you traffic. So it's a great way to deliver exclusive content. It's a great way to grow your list, especially uh, your list of customers. If it's paid, it's a great way for you to make money. And even if it's not paid, you can still make money using affiliate promotions and so on. And you can build your own affiliate program and have other people send you traffic. Okay, Now, if you've decided, okay, I want to start a membership site, before you start, there are some crucial questions that I want you to answer. Um, and I want you to get very specific with your answers to these questions. If you've been listening for, to my podcast for a while, you've heard these questions before. But it's also very important to think about if you're going to be doing a membership site. Number one, who are you targeting? Specifically, who is your target audience? The more specific you can get with that, and the more you know about that individual, the better you can provide um, something that's valuable. To them, so that's number one. Number two, what problem are you solving? Why, I mean, why are you building this web, um this membership site? What is it doing for that individual? What problem are you helping them to solve? Number three, how are you going to solve it? Are you going to solve it by you know providing um, video training and worksheets and handouts that they can use to work through the problems that they are having and to to come up with a solution? Are you giving them? Um, a Lessons on what the perfect solution is to their problem. How are you doing it? You want to be very clear on that. And then why should someone pay for it? I mean, if you're charging for it, why should they invest? Is it something that if they spend $97 with you, it's going to save them $147? It's going to save them thousands of dollars? I don't know. You need to answer that question. Why should they save? Why should they pay for it? Um, What will it do for them that 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 is worth the cost that they're investing? And lastly, I want you to answer this question: What makes what will make your program unique? Why is that better or different from something else? These. The answer to these questions can help you to really come up with a membership site that delivers value, a membership site that people will want to sign up for because you are clear on these things. And of course, you want to make that clear in your marketing. You want to make it clear in everything that you do when it comes to building your membership site. So we understand the benefits of a membership site. Um, We know the questions that we want to answer and um, I didn't go into a ton of detail but I want you to get as specific as possible on those five questions. Who are you targeting? What problem are you solving? How are you solving it? Why should someone pay for it? And what will make your program unique. Now let's deal with the technology. What do you need to build a membership site? Now I'm assuming that you are using WordPress because that is what I teach here at Become a Blogger. It's the platform of choice for me and for many other uh, marketers and business owners out there for a number of different reasons. Um, So with that assumption the things that I'm going to be talking to you about, um, I'm going to be assuming you're using WordPress. A, A lot of it actually can apply to you know any type of platform that you're using whether it's wordpress as the content management system or tumblr or something else if it's something that you're building custom Um, a lot of it can still apply but i'm going to be acting as if you're using wordpress so First, we're going to deal with if this thing that you're setting up, if this site that you're setting up, this membership site, is a free membership site. Now, the things that I'm talking about in the free section are also going to apply for the paid, but I'm, I'm going to deal first with free stuff. Okay, so if it's free, first thing you're gonna need is you're gonna need a squeeze page because you want to get people on your email list. Um, you don't wanna make it something where you just um, say, hey, go to this page and now you're inside the membership site because they're not really signing up for anything. You want to grow your email list even if you are offering a free program. Now, in order to do this, there are a number of different things that you can do, you can use. You can use whatever WordPress theme you are currently using and just set up a page and have an opt-in form with the information that they need um, to to make that decision to opt-in. It might be a video that you are encouraging people to sign up. It might just be text on that page or with images highlighting the different features of the, the, the program that they're signing up for. So you can use your theme. If you don't want to invest or you can't invest money into something better, um, you can use your current theme. And actually, in some cases, using your theme, your current theme, is better if you have a template on your theme that is um, like kind of like a squeeze page template. Some, th- some themes do have that or some individuals have that custom built into their theme. So that's one option. Just use a page on your blog um, and have that as the opt-in page. I recommend eliminating distractions so trying, if you can, not to have the navigation menu and so on on that page, but just have that one focus of getting them to sign up. So that's one option. You can use lead pages. Now, lead pages is a service that a lot of marketers have been using. I use it. Um, there are things that I love about it, and there are things that I do not love about it. I love the fact that it's so easy to set up a squeeze page or a sales page and a webinar registration page and so on. Um, but I don't like the fact that it's not very flexible. You have their templates and you go with their templates. Um, I still use it because quite frankly, it's just so easy. And my link to lead pages is becomeablogger.com slash lead pages. Of course, you can come to the show notes for this episode to find links and resources for everything that I'm mentioning in this podcast episode. And I have a, a nice infographic that we're putting together and all that kind of stuff. So it's gonna be a really nice post um, the show notes for you to check out. So become slash episode one seven. So you can use lead pages. Another option is Optimize Press because um, they allow you uh, it's it's a WordPress theme or a plugin that you can use to build nice squeeze pages. And I'll link to that also in the show notes. Okay, so that's the first thing. You need to have a way to get people on your email list, and you, you do that by um, creating a squeeze page. Second thing you're going to need, of course, is your autoresponder service because that's going to be what you're using for your email list. Um, I use and I highly recommend GetResponse. I know Roger mentioned that he uses Aweber, that works perfectly fine. I much rather getResponse, so I've made the switch from Aweber to GetResponse. Um, and you can find out why if you, I, I'll leave a link in my show notes to uh, a section of my website that's dedicated to explaining why why. why I made that switch. So whatever autoresponder service you you, you use, you can use that to send access to the content that you're providing in your membership site. All right. Um, then you're going to need video hosting. If I'm assuming that the content that you're creating, I know from what Roger said, he's going to be providing video training, um, and that's also the way I've done it. That's the way I prefer to do it. People just seem to resonate very well with video, um, so you're going to need video hosting. There are two ways that I, I can recommend. The first one is free, but in my opinion, it's, it's good, but it's not great. And that's just, you know, uploading your videos to YouTube and posting them as unlisted. What that means is when someone comes to your YouTube channel, they won't be able to, they won't see that video listed there. The only way they'll see it is if they have access to the URL. So you can upload it, upload it to YouTube, have it as unlisted, and then embed it on your blog, okay? So the problem here. Um, with using YouTube is, number one, it's easy to share the URL. Someone can just go to that page in your membership site, click on the YouTube icon because it shows them it's on YouTube, and they can get the URL for the video. It's unprotected, and they can you know, share that with anyone. So that's one way of doing it. It works. It's good. It's not the best, but it does work. Especially if you're in a pinch um, and you don't want to in you you, you can you're not in a position where you can invest financially in a better service. Now, if you can invest financially, um, there's Vimeo Pro. I think it's about ten dollars a month or something of that sort, and it is ex. Extremely better than using, extremely better. Does that even make sense? It's much better than using just YouTube Unlisted. Why? Number one, is customizable. You can customize the look and feel of your embedded video. You can make it match your site. You can remove the Vimeo logo. You can put your own logo. Um, and people don't know that it's Vimeo unless they really know Vimeo. Um, so there are some things that kind of give it away, but there's no indication on the video or the video player um, that it's Vimeo, It's hosted on Vimeo. So it looks more professional. Uh, number two, and this is what I really like about it, is that you have much more privacy controls. You can say that, I'm uploading this video to Vimeo. I don't want it to be listed on Vimeo. I don't want it to be listed anywhere else but on my URL. So if someone grabs the code and try to embed it on their own site, it won't even show because their site would not be an authorized site. It's relatively easy to set up, and that's what I use for all of my, my paid courses. Even the free, some of the free stuff that I do, um, I've used Vimeo Pro for it. So video hosting, I highly recommend Vimeo Pro. If you can't invest in Vimeo Pro, you can still use YouTube, and that will work just fine. The next thing you're going to need to do is embed your videos on your blog, but you want to do it on unlisted pages. In other words, you know, by default, if you add a page to WordPress, it will show it in your menu. You don't want that to be the case. You don't want there to be any links to that, that place, the, the, those URLs, those blog pages on your blog so that people can't just get there. Okay? Um, Now, if it's just free, I would recommend not even putting protection on those pages. The reason for that is you want to make it as easy as possible for people to access it. And if it's free, um, you can just, you know, have the pages and just have them unlisted. Have them not indexed in the search engines. Um, and in order to get to those pages, you have to send them directly to the URL. Here's the thing, right? A lot of people uh, tend to think, you know, I want to make it really difficult for people who want to steal my content and share it with the world. Now, the thing is... it if you try to make it very difficult for those people, you actually end up making it you know, harder for the loyal people also, the people that actually want to consume your content. The more protection you put on stuff, the more places that you have that things can kind of go wrong. So I prefer to just Im- embed them on unlisted pages. When someone signs up for my free videos to start their blog at Free Blogging Videos, um, They go to pages that aren't protected. And yes, they can go and directly share those pages, um, but I find that people are relatively honest. And um, if they want to recommend my free videos to someone else, they just tell them to go to freebloggingvideos.com and sign up there. Um, So yeah, that's my recommendation. Just embed it on unlisted blog pages. Um, Don't link to those pages from anywhere besides um, um, via the course that they signed up for. Now the next thing you want to do is add miscellaneous details and resources. So when I add my videos, I don't typically just add the videos. I usually have a a description. Um, Sometimes I'd have a transcript. Sometimes I'd have an audio version as an MP3 that they can download. Or if there are links to uh, resources that I mentioned in the video, I would include those links right there on that page. So you have the video, you have the description, you have the transcript, you have the audio, and you. have the links depending on what it is you're offering in your free course or your free um, program Um, you can decide what to include in that and then lastly you're going to use your autoresponder to send links to those pages As I mentioned, I use GetResponse, and with GetResponse, you can choose, and you can do this part also with AWeber, you can choose when people are going to get that information. So you can say, I want them to have it all at once, and in that welcome email, it sends them to all of the resources. That's what I do with my free videos when you sign up to um, learn how to start your blog. Freebloggingvideos.com, you get an email with a link to a place on the site where you have access to all of the videos. But you can also, with GetResponse, for example, you can make it something that's based on the actions that they take. So someone might sign up for one, aspect of a course and they go through that content, you can send them an email asking them if they're also interested in learning about something else. And if they click showing that they are interested, you can have it say, you can uh, have it automatically send another message to a different part of the course specifically based on their actions. All right, so that's, that's all you really need if you're setting up a free membership site or a free course that you want someone to be able to access. Now I want to talk about what you need to do if it's paid. If it's paid, everything that I just mentioned still applies. However, you're going to need something to protect your pages so that um, the, the individuals get access to those pages based on their membership level. All right, and the program that I highly recommend, and you know, in the past I've recommend other things, uh, but I kept coming back to. The, the the membership site software that I used when I first got into internet marketing back in, I think it was 2000, actually this might have been in 2009 when I started my first membership site. Um, and, and it's called A-Member. Um, A-Member is the oldest, if not one of the oldest membership site software programs out there. Um, and because of that, It is very well developed. It's extremely stable um, and it's just a good system. It pretty much can do anything that you need it to do, from very simple things to very complex setups. It has a built in affiliate program if that's something that you need, so you don't need to use a different service as an affiliate program. It just has everything. So if you're using, if you're building a paid membership site, A member is the one that I I highly recommend. You can get it from becomeablogger.com slash member. Very good, very stable, um, very powerful, can be very simple. Um, It takes takes some doing to to actually install it and get it set up initially, but once it's set up and um, installed, um, you are good to go. The next thing you're going to need is a payment processor um, because, of course, if it's a paid uh, membership site, you're going to need to accept payment and get paid, right? Right. Uh- accept payment and get paid. That's like the same thing twice. But you get the point. Um, The payment processor that a lot of people tend to gravitate towards is PayPal because so many people now have PayPal accounts. It's very easy to do it without sharing any personal information. So PayPal integrates with a member and pretty much almost any other membership site software. Um, And that's a good way to accept um, credit cards. Now, It can do it easily, but it doesn't do it directly on your site unless you're using their um, PayPal Payments Pro, which is a little more complicated to set up. But you can just have them go to PayPal, make the payment, and when they make the payment, it sends a message to your A-member installation and creates an account for them. Okay, so PayPal is option number one. Option number two is the one that I have gravitated towards uh, more so recently because it is so easy and you can accept payments directly on your site, and that is called Stripe, and that's available at stripe.com. Um, th- what this is kind of like a merchant account, except you don't have to go through the hassle of setting up a merchant account. What they do is they accept the payments for you even though it's directly on your site and they deposit directly to your bank account. And it usually takes two days for them to deposit it. Um, um, the first time they make a deposit to your account, it takes seven days, but then after that, it takes two days. I love it because it's easy. It's just It looks just like I have a merchant account, but it's, it, it's just easier to set up than a merchant account. When I first started, um, when I first started building the university, I decided to go with authorized.net. And, you know, there were so many complex things that I had to do and go through this application process and do some verification. And I still haven't figured out how to set up authorized.net, even though I'm being billed for it every month. With Stripe, you're not being pay- billed every month. You're being billed per transaction. So it's kind of similar to PayPal in that way, but it gives you all of the benefits of um, kind of what you would have with a merchant account. So, Stripe, highly recommended. So that's really all you need for a paid membership site. But I want to give you some more advanced tips because I've spoken about what I'm doing in the Become a Blogger University and I want to share that all with you because it helps to make things, kind of like taking things to the next level, right? So there are three plugins that I have started using that I am currently using for the Become a Blogger University that's really helping me to make this more than just a paid course it's making it more of a community. So the first one is going to be BuddyPress. And BuddyPress is awesome because what it does is it takes your WordPress installation, which is what we're using to build our membership site on, and it It kind of builds an internal social network where people can connect with each other. They can have profiles. They can add friends and all this kind of stuff. There's cool stuff happening inside my membership site right now because of BuddyPress. I can send messages. Just like if you're on Facebook, you can send a private message or a public message or a status update. All of that happens now within the Become a Blogger University, and that is because of the BuddyPress plugin. Number two, BB Forum. If you're going to be using a f- or adding a forum onto your membership site, which is something that I've done within the university, BB Forum is a great plugin. It's a powerful forum plugin for WordPress. Um, it's not difficult to set up, it's just like another WordPress plugin. You install it and then you create your sub forums, and that's pretty much it. So that's number two, and lastly, there's the Sensei plugin from WooThemes, which is a learning management software that is on point. It is what allows me to deliver the courses and, and have uh, you know tests and quizzes and give out certificates and all these different features. It's the Sensei plugin from WooThemes that allows me to do it. So that's pretty much everything that I am currently using. Um uh, I, I installed a separate WordPress site just for the membership site and I use these um, programs. I'm using PayPal and Stripe for payment processor so people can um, choose uh, what they prefer and then that's everything else that I use. So, I hope that was of some value from you. I mean, for you, Roger. I hope that answers your question. I'm pretty sure it does, but it even gives you so many more options. Um, so, that's how you build a membership site for WordPress. Yeah, good stuff. If you have any questions or any comments on this, of course, you can head on over to the show notes at becomeablogger.com slash episode 172. Now you know all my secrets in terms of the Become a Blogger University. And you can go out there and build your own membership site that's similar to the Become a Blogger University now. Um, Of course, there are some details in terms of how you set up a lot of that. Um, But there's great documentation in all of those programs to help you along the way. So that's it for this episode. I hope you're enjoying this podcast. If you are, I would love it. I, You know, it would make my heart flutter at least once. <laughs> if you can head on over to iTunes, becomeablogger.com, that iTunes, open it up in your iTunes program and leave a review um, because what that does is it helps to get more exposure for the podcast. It helps me to grow my brand, my business, and help me to, 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 to help others build Successful businesses with their blogs. And if you want to get started with your blog, freebloggingvideos.com. videos.com, I mentioned that in this podcast episode, where you can head on over there, sign up for free, and watch these videos, get this content so that you can build your blog into a successful online business. That's pretty much it for this episode, Leslie Simon from Becomeablogger.com, changing the world, one blog at a time. Until next time, take care and God bless.
0: Eight, three, five, two, four,
1: one, four.